Every Saturday, Pure Positive Talk Radio with David Essel here in the box with you. 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard. You, of course, are tuned in to David Essel Alive. XM Satellite Radio 168 and streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. Very nice to have you with us here as we broadcast to every Saturday, bringing you information to help you make the very best decisions in your life, whether we're talking about uh, shifting your mind, your mood, healing, your career, doing something differently with your money, your relationships, your spiritual path, whatever it might be, we're here to help you and to bring to you guests to help you do just that. As a matter of fact, coming up in a couple minutes, Dr. Stephen Wexler is going to be on with us talking about this really amazingly powerful, highly unique form of a blessing. Yes, you heard what I said. A blessing, a blessing that could be a tool that you have and that you use in order to move to your next level in life, maybe to become more clear about what your existence here is all about, your purpose. Maybe it's about uh, feeling calmer, maybe even possibly, and we'll talk to, to Dr. Stephen Wexler about the uh, the originator of this blessing. Her name is Saima about some, uh, I remember hearing some work that she was doing about maybe even reversing the aging process with this, this blessing. They had, they had taken her blood work and, and I know Dr. Stephen knows all the ins and outs of that. So we'll get to that in, in a couple minutes all about the blessing. A question that I wanted to ask you first. What would it take for you right now to live a life that was bold? What would it take to live a, a really bold life like now, right? What would you be doing differently if you said, you know, I'm going to just start living bold, more boldly today? What would that look like? What would that mean? If you have a pen and paper, jot that down. Just jot it down. What would it look like for me to live a more bold life in regards to my relationships, my money, my fitness, my career, my spiritual path, which we'll be talking about? What would it, what would it take for you to do that now. Have you ever lo- watched like, you know, st- uh, television store shows or, you, you know, you watch, uh, you maybe you read an autobiography and you're going, oh my God, that person was like so out of the box. They just lived so boldly. And we sort of like sit back and we admire other people and we don't do it ourselves, do we? Oftentimes we sit and we admire all these people. Well, if I had the genetics, if I had the money, if I had the... So we come up with all kinds of blocks and excuses. But today I'm going to say, throw it out. It's a bunch of crap. You and I can live as boldly as anyone else has ever lived. But there has to be a choice, right? There's got to be a choice. That choice has to be right here, right now. You have to decide that you're going to do something different. And that's what I want you to be thinking about right now. Like would like would living boldly mean that you would walk away from an addiction? Oh my lord! Right. So maybe you've been thinking about quitting smoking. You go, you know, that's it tonight. This is it. I'm listening to this dude on the air. Forget it. If I'm going to live boldly, I would walk away from the alcohol, from the pharmaceuticals. I would get into rehab. Interesting, isn't it? I would forgive my partner for what they did that I've held this resentment for. That would be bold. That would be bold. You know. I'd go and join a gym tomorrow morning, even though I didn't want to join until I lost 25 pounds because I'd look better in there, right? Anyway, think about it. 
think, think, think. 1-800-548-8255. Dr. Stephen Wexler, a chiropractor for 23 years, a radio host, a TV host. He's traveled to study in India. Of course, he's been all over the world, but he's traveled seven times to study in India. He's worked hand-in-hand with the originator, Saima, of what we're going to talk about tonight, this blessing, this it's called Diksha, D-I-K-S-H-A. The guy really knows his stuff. He's marvelous. I've known him for a couple of years. He rocks. He's intuitive. He's sensitive. He's strong. The guy is amazing. Steve, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, David. David, it just really thrills me. Um, I used to listen to David on the radio in my local town here for years, and just so uh, one of my heroes in radio. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Steve. Hey, tell us about what is this, what is the blessing? How do you describe, if someone says, okay, I'm hearing David talk about this big blessing thing, how do you describe what Diksha is, what the blessing is? So to start, we are light sound, and vibration. And if we as a being are light, sound, and vibration, that what really feeds us is what we are. So this blessing, this saimadiksha, is a transference of energy directly from one person through their hands right into another person's head. The, the history of this is this blessing was only given by the great saints to their closest students. A very small group actually got the benefit of the teacher, the master's energy. Sai Ma, in around 2004, realized this energy needed to be passed not only to her closest students, but that her closest students then could pass it on to others. And then, in a more rarefied way, the students of the students passed it on. And now the energy has become so powerful, so rarefied, that you can pass this blessing on to friends, to families, through distance, working Mm. on animals, working on people. What a great thing Ma has looked into is to how to pass this blessing as fast as possible around the planet without diluting the blessing, without diluting the light. And that's where we are now. And and describe, Dr. Steve, describe like when, when someone, a facilitator, has their hands on someone else's head and this energy is coming through. What's going on in the brain that is changing the experience of the person who's receiving? So Ma talks a lot about the brain because the light comes in through our heads and then down to our heart. We, we talk so much in our culture about healing the heart but that light coming through the brain. So the light helps to heal what are called the samskaras or the scars, the imprints in the brain. I mean, we've all been through our life, our families, our schooling, um, our relationship stuff, and we develop these imprints that sometimes Mm. trigger us. So what the light does is it helps to kind of sand away the grooves, to put enlighten those grooves. So instead of being working from our wounds, we can work through our wounds. So we get power. Light comes through our brain into our heart, and the heart then illumines. Instead of coming through our, our, our brain, our mind, our wounds, and sometimes things come out messy, sometimes things come out angry, sometimes things come out um, in a way we don't want it to because, again, 
the, the, we're working from those old imprints. So that light really sands them away in time. It's not like you get one light blessing and, and you're healed. It's about right. not only receiving the blessing, but the most powerful thing, David, is actually giving it to others. We right. receive the biggest benefit when we give it to others. A number of years ago, um, this is a very interesting story. Now, Dr. Steve and I have known each other for a number of years, uh, even before I knew he would listen to me on the show in Syracuse. And I remember looking at being trained in this Diksha blessing giving. And if you can imagine um, what it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, is that someone would be sitting, if I was a facilitator or Dr. Steve was a facilitator, someone might be sitting in front of us and we'd put our hands, go through uh, a small ritual, put our hands on top of the head of the person seated and hold it there in a specific position for a certain period of time. So I'm I'm online reading about this Saima, and actually a very good friend of mine turned me on and said, you might want to go and read about this new blessing thing, and, and it looks really awesome. And P- Patty Rondolino, her name was. And so I went on, I'm reading about it, and I, I said, you know what, I want to go to this training. So I look at the schedule, and it says it's available in Syracuse, New York. And I said, oh, my Lord, Syracuse, that's where I'm from. I can go visit my family, and I get this blessing. <laughs> and then the next thing I see is the facilitator, Dr. Stephen Wexler. And I go, oh, my God, the Wex, I know him. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can picture it, David. I can picture when I walked over to you and gave you your blessing. And I could, I could almost, I can't remember the words, but I remember the just the experience you had from that blessing. Oh, it was it was so spellbinding, Steve. It was so incredible. I mean, the warmth I felt coming through, um, the the openness, the the I want to say vulnerability, but it was like a safe vulnerability for me. The experience was so incredible. And then since that time, and learning from you, uh, since that time, you know, coming back and and freely giving these uh, regularly to as many people who would like them is has been just incredible. When when you went to India on, on your multiple experiences when you when you traveled to India you know when people talk about vortexes Steve and they talk about different areas of the world did you notice anything profound about being in India while training with these type of energies well in India it is in the teachings these energies it's not separate from their lives they learn from the great scriptures the Vedas that we are this light this sound and vibration. We're not separate from God. We need to take that energy from God, let it pass through us. Now, the reason why a lot of people have teachers or masters is that we sometimes have this trouble bringing this light, this energy in. We think, well, we're not worthy of God's energy. We're not worthy of this light. And the teacher allows us to bring this light in and then as I said, to pass it to others, which is rarely a rare experience that a student gets to then pass it on. So, right. so you're, you're drenched in this light, in this love, in this God consciousness, and then you're, you sit in meditation, we chant, we have the experience of it in a place where it's been happening for thousands of years. Uh, a lot of places that we train are very rural parts of India, that haven't changed, as I said, for thousands of years. Very powerful. Mm. That's beautiful. Uh, Dr. Steve, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. We're going to go to some messages. We'll come back and talk with uh, Dr. Stephen Wexler. The power of Diksha Blessing. If you want more information on Dr. Steve, go to drsteveradio.com. 
drsteveradio.com. And you can also go to humanityinunity.org, humanityinunity.org to find out more about Simon. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk more about the, the whole benefits and what Dr. Stephen Wexler's personal experiences, what the benefits he's seen by both giving and receiving uh, this blessing. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, helping you to radically change your life every Saturday and then doing the same thing the other six days. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Pure Positive Talk Radio. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard. So glad that you're sharing part of your evening here with us. David Essel, Live XM, Satellite Radio 168, streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. 1 800 548 We're talking with Dr. Stephen Wexler, uh, a chiropractor and so much more, a student and teacher of spiritual practices. And, and Dr. Steve, when, when you look back since you've been giving and receiving these blessings that we're talking about, the Diksha blessings, blessings of pure light, how have you seen you change? Dr. Steve. every week and we share this Diksha blessing with each other. And we're just amazed that even after seven years, how powerful it is, not only for myself, giving, but also receiving, sometimes receiving from people who've only given it just a few times. Because it's not personal. It's not about the person who's giving the blessing. It's the blessing itself that comes through that person. Yeah. And that's the when, power uh, of it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, and I and I can share, ladies and gentlemen. I highly recommend you know go to drsteveradio.com, go to humanityandunity.org, find out about this because there are practitioners, facilitators all over the world, all over the United States. You could find someone in your area and actually receive it and see the the shift, experience the shift. You know, one thing, uh, Doctor Steve, I'll share with you. You'd, you'd mentioned this earlier. You know, sometimes um, uh, when people are are getting the blessing. Uh, that they can actually experience things from the other side. And I don't mean the other side, anything other than meaning of some challenges. There was a gentleman in a group that I had just gone through and done uh, several blessings for. And at the end of it, people were talking about that they were experiencing this warmth and, you know, the, the experience warmth through their heart, their head, their brain, everywhere. And this one guy, he, at the end, he said, you know, everyone's talking about all this positive stuff. He said, but I have to tell you that what I experienced during that this uh, this blessing was that my life is a mess and I need to do something. Well, well, <laughs> Explain what that. Light, what does light do? So say you haven't entered a home for many, many, many decades, and you go in that home and it's dark in there, and you're walking around and looks okay, and then you turn the lights on, and there are cobwebs, and there are messes, and maybe animals got in. Sometimes when we don't pay attention, when we don't illumine, when we don't put a light on something, when we don't do inner work like you do, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a mess can happen. So 
So a lot of times when I've worked with SIMA, and you know, when we're talking about this Diksha too, um, there's a website called Sai-Ma, S-I-S-A-I-M-A-A.com. And right on that website, David, during this, in the section of teachings, you can actually read about Diksha, you can watch mm. some video about it. You can actually learn how to do it and transfer it to other people, but you still have to receive the blessing from someone right? who has, who has gotten that blessing before. Yeah. Yeah, I like your analogy, though. You know, you, you haven't been in a house in a long time, and uh, you walk in and you turn the lights on, you go, oh, my gosh. And that's what happened to this gentleman. Steve, we've got about two minutes left. Um, and there was something about Saima doing her blood work and how there's a potential that this blessing could actually help people physically. The blessing itself is not healing. It doesn't heal people. It doesn't cure people. The healing happens when our body becomes illumined, becomes clear, works towards that state of enlightenment. And Diksha initiates that and keeps supporting that state. In Ma's work, she talks a lot about the brain and how Mm -hmm. we can illumine our brain, and also the ends of the DNA called the telomeres. These telomeres, they found, start to degradate, start to fall apart during the aging process. And when they studied Ma's blood, there were actually geometric shapes in the blood. The blood was becoming illumined, enlightened itself. It was a very Mm. powerful video. It was very moving. I think you've seen the video. Yes. Um, And, you know, we are no different than she is. She, you know, was born. She raised children. She had a marriage. She worked in government. She worked herself to become self-illuminated. And one powerful thing about Saima is she's not looking for followers. She was looking to make masters of other people. So if you want to master your life, you want to find a master in your life who wants to help you become a master, not a follower. Right. And that's what what turned me on about this path. Yeah, I enjoyed it. If you want more information about Dr. Steve Wexler, go to drsteveradio.com. Steve, always wonderful to connect. I'm so glad we had this time together today. And David, if people want to see Simon next weekend, Ma, Simon will be in Denver, Colorado for a weekend wor- workshop, sci-ma.com. Fantastic. Yes, and I highly recommend, ladies and gentlemen, that you get a chance to experience her. I've I've been with, not with her, I've been in the audience as she spoke. She's awesome. And then also find a way to get a blessing. You'll love it. Dr. Steve, have a great night, man. All right. Be well, brother. Thank you. 1-800-548-8255. If you're in a situation right now, you go, oh, my Lord, I could use a blessing. I'm stressed out about finances. I'm stressed out about my health, my relationships. I'm stressed out about life in general. Call us. Let us help you. Maybe we can give you a tip or a thought of how to move out of the stress, off of the fence. By the way, we got to get off of the fence, sitting gang. If you know you're in a stressful situation, we need to act. We can't sit any longer, and you can call us, and we'd love to talk to you. one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. All topics are on. You bet. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
Don't you just love this lyrics, these lyrics? Every day is a new day. I'm grateful for every breath I take. David Essel in the box with you. That's living boldly. That's taking advantage of the life that we have. Hey, you know what? Even if you believe in reincarnation, you still got to maximize the time here on Earth, gang. We have to do more than we're doing. I know that's true for probably 90% of us. We've got to do more than we're doing right now to take care of our mind, our body, our spirit, our soul, our finances, our love relationships. We've got to do more. one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. That doesn't mean that we can't be relaxed. Doesn't mean we can't have fun. Absolutely. But for most of us, we've got to do more than we're doing right now. For most of us, you know. And again, I've been doing this work for over twenty something years now, and I see people so many times coming in in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies, wishing that they would have done something other than their life than what they've done with their life right now. And today is the day you can turn it all around. Absolutely. Do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe that there is a person in this world who's just perfect for you? Do you believe that everyone has a soulmate here and it might just be a matter of patience? It might just be a matter of, um, of a deeper belief system in order to attract that soulmate to you? Or do you believe that the whole concept of soulmates is like blown out of proportion and that it's fantasy, it's wishful thinking, but they really don't exist and love is, is, is challenging and love and love relationships are hard and you just have to come up with that and understand that. But there's, there's really no such thing as one person in this world uh, who is destined, if we ever meet them, to be our partner. Which side of the fence do you fall on? 1-800-548-8255. Which side of the fence? A response came in regarding the topic of soulmates, and that's why I bring this up right now. Uh, a, 40, a 40-year-old woman, single for four years, uh, a male friend of hers said that uh, she was waiting for a fantasy because they were talking about soulmates, that she was waiting for her Mr. Perfect, and it was a fantasy. Uh, she went on to say that uh, I disagreed with him. I know that there are soulmates, and I have the patience to wait mine out. Four years of being signal, single is not a problem at all. Uh, do you agree with the soulmates? Uh, and if I'm wrong, which I don't think I am, how would there be so many books and tapes on this concept? I look forward to your answer. So what do you think? Is there such a, and she's right. I mean, one thing I will say right off the top, there are so many books and CDs and programs on soulmates, right? Talking about this one person and that when you meet them, you'll know and that they'll, you'll, I'm assuming, right, be together forever. But what do you think? Do you think that uh, that she's correct, that there is a soulmate? Or do you think that her friend here that she writes about who says that she's living in a fantasy land is is correct? 1-800-548-8255. Do soulmates exist? Have you found yours? Do you really think you found your soulmate? Or do you think it's an illusion? It's a fantasy? Are we setting ourselves up for failure and holding out and hoping or is it something that really is valid? Is it something that you can actually put your arms around and say, you know, I know my my best friend waited for her soulmate, waited for his soulmate, and they found each other. And is there just one soulmate? Is there just one? 
Is there just one person out there who is our soulmate? 1-800-548-8255. 800-548-8255. This soulmate thing is really fascinating to me. This is a topic that I absolutely love. I absolutely love it because I used to be one of the people that believed wholeheartedly in soulmates. Oh, my Lord. I had years ago purchased several books, read them cover to cover, believed in them 100% for a number of years. I used to believe in the power of soulmates. I absolutely used to believe that there was one person that if we were just patient enough, if we were just going to hang in there and not give in and stay in a relationship that wasn't healthy, that I would be fine, that we would all be awesome. 1-800-548-8255. What are your thoughts? Diane in Florida, you are on with David Essel. Um, hi, I'm calling about soulmate. Yeah, go I, ahead. What are your thoughts there? My thoughts are yes. I had one, and now I have another one. And just because it's your soulmate don't mean it's going to be perfect. Your soulmate okay. is to match you for what you need to learn or lessons and how to grow. <laughs> okay. Okay, Diane, so only- what you're saying... Okay. <laughs> now, Diane, now, now I think that you're onto something here. But, but what you're saying is that you disagree that there's just one soulmate, though, right? Well, my first soulmate, he died. And before he died, oh. he wished another one on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. How did he wish another one on you? Well, before he died, he said, I want you to find someone that will t- love you and take care of you better than I did. And really? Years le- oh, but the really weird thing is when I went, okay, how I knew this second one was my was intended for me, uh, a silver dollar ended up in my pocketbook after our first date. And <laughs> Okay, what's that got to do with being a soulmate? <laughs> well, my first husband, when I went out with him, when he got changed for lunch, it was yeah. a silver half dollar, and he said, here, you're a keeper. Keep this for good luck. Oh, okay, that makes sense. There's there's a tie-in. I can oh, see it that. It took 11 years, and I went out with another guy, and the next morning there was a silver dollar in my pocketbook, and I called him, and I said, what would you put in my pocketbook? He didn't know, and he said, I didn't put nothing there. He said, what would you find? So I told him. He says, I got one of those in my pocket. He reached in his pocket, and it wasn't there. Ah, so so what you're th- so let me let me jump ahead and say so what you think is is that your former husband who passed on did the silver dollar switch for you so you'd know this guy was okay. Yes. No, I'm reading and you. I, I mean, okay. So and Diane, I'm still Diane, grow- but- I'm growing. <laughs> it's not a bed of roses because I'm still growing. <laughs> right, 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 right. So basically your philosophy is, yes, there's soulmates, there's not just one, and that we get involved with our soulmate to grow, not just to have an easy, perfect life. Is that correct? Exactly. And just think of this one. Aren't your parents your soulmates, too? They're the ones who oh. brought into this. Yes, they sure are. Diane, thank you so very much. Okay, you're welcome, dear.
Okay, bye-bye. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Let's go from Florida to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Richard, you're on with David Essel. Good evening, David. I'm one who hey. believes anyone can be your soulmate. Even your mother can be your soulmate. But you're talking about a life mate. And we have one life mate. Yeah, what I'm talking about is a romantic partnership. That's what I'm talking about, a life mate, not a soulmate. Anyone could be your soulmate. Your best friend can be your soulmate. But your life mate, we all have one life mate. I haven't met mine so far, so I'm still single. Okay, so you think that there's one person out there from, for a romantic relationship, Richard, and there's only one? Yes, for true love. Yes, I do. But for soulmate, anyone can be. All right. You're now, have me. you now now did you have you ever been with someone who was your true love, but they happened to leave for whatever reasons? No, I have. I wasn't ready. I had um, a couple, but I wasn't ready. I thought that I was in love, but I wasn't in love. It was a different kind of love. Okay. And are you ready now? Oh yes, I'm ready now. But I haven't met it so far. I still put, I do my prayers. Okay. And That's how right. do you know, Richard, how do you know that you're ready now to meet this partner? What, what, what makes you sure that you are? I would know. You, you wouldn't know it if that's the right person. Right. But I mean you. Like you said before, you weren't ready. How do you know that even if you met that right person now, that you would be prepared and ready to do the work? Because I'm old enough and I'm more mature and I'm settled down now. You see, okay. before I was afraid I was going to be missing something. I didn't want to settle with anyone at that time. I didn't want to be tied down. Mm -hmm. But it's been older in the 50s and everything else. You want to settle down. You want to meet. That's why I do my prayers and everything else yeah. to meet the yeah. right person. And, but, and are, you willing, are you willing to wait if it's another 10, 20, 30 years? Oh, yeah. I waited this long. I can wait a little longer. <laughs> Patience <laughs> of virtue, the old saying goes. Yes, it, that absolutely is true. Richard, thank you so much for the call. You have a blessed evening, sir. Okay, thank you. You too. 1 thank 800 548 Okay, so we have Richard saying that there is, uh, there's one, that there's one soulmate, and, uh, and he's waiting. We have uh, Diane who said there's more than one. There can be multiple soulmate partners, romantic soulmate partners. There could be multiple ones. What do you think? For everyone calling right now, hang in. We're going to go to this break. I want you to hang in. Don't go anywhere. We want to get you on the air. 1-800-548-8255. I want your opinion on what it means. Are soulmates real? Are they not do you think there's only one? Could there be more than one? Have you met them? Are you with them? 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. David Essel alive. <laughs> I know I, you want me, little soulmate, you. <laughs> 1-800-548-8255. Talking soulmates, yes, no, maybe. Do you believe in them? Do you think it's a fantasy, an illusion? Uh, do you know? Is there one? Is there more than one? Let's go to Detroit, Michigan. Cherish. You're on with David Essel. Hello. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing fantastic. So what are your thoughts on the whole soulmate thing? Well, I actually have one, so I can honestly say that there are soulmates out there for each individual. And my story is kind of funny because I have actually lived down the street from my soulmate probably since I was about 13 years old and didn't meet him until I was 29, and we are the same age. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, how do you know, Cherish, that this is a soulmate? How do you, well, how do you like think I you know? Said, like I said, we've known each other our whole lives. We never actually talked. We never hung around the same circles. We never, you know, knew the same people. Um, I was working in, in a bar at 29 years old and just left my last relationship and had two children. He came into the bar and... I, I, I was flabbergasted. I was just, I, I mean, I knew who he was, but I never talked to him. And my heart was just so overwhelmed just looking at him. I just, I was tingly all over and I just, <laughs> I knew, I knew. I was like, you're mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how long have you been together? Now for 15 years. 15 years? Yes. Okay, and 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 what is it that that differentiates fifteen years of being with this person versus other relationships that you've been in? Well, my other relationships, I mean, they were they were good relationships at first, and they were all right. But I mean, you just you didn't didn't have that that whole body sensation that just you know it just a chill up and down your spine, and you're you just you know it's like you get touched by God and he pushes you and says, okay, this one's it. You know, it's, I, I've never felt anything like it in my life. As soon as I looked at him, I knew, I just, I mm. just knew. And he said he felt the same way. Mm. I mean, we've had our ups and downs, mind you, it's not been perfect, but I, I couldn't imagine my life without him. Mm. And so, and what, one thing that you're saying right now, though, is just because this might be a quote unquote soulmate doesn't mean that you're not going to have some pretty deep challenges. Oh, absolutely. Every relationship is going to have a challenge, you know, regardless. I mean, you you get faced with so many different dramas. You know, it's we have children and we have, you know, financial things going on. And, you know, we have so many different things going on. I mean, there's obstacles in every relationship. I don't care how mm -hmm. good it is you're going to argue. Mm -hmm. But all in all, we pretty much skip right over it. You know, at first it was really bad. The first five years you know you you hit those rocky areas but all in all you just get right through them and got a smile and walk through and i i think that we just have a, a mutual love for each other and we just we just knew it just mm. it it's just uh it it gets you down in your belly and the butterflies <laughs> and it's just it's overwhelming Overwhelming. And years, never and years later, years later, do you still have that feeling? Oh, absolutely. I he comes home from work, and I'm, I'm just so giddy, and I was like, "Hi, honey!" <laughs> like I feel like I'm 15 <laughs> again. Oh, yay! <laughs> oh, but, that is beautiful. Yeah, and we still we hang out together. We do a lot of stuff together. We go fishing, and we go, you know, up to our property, and we just do all kinds of stuff, and. Uh, we have fun. We actually have fun together. I just love being with him. Wow. I never was like that really in my other relationships. It was just, you know, you get overwhelmed by one person, 
You know, it's just I could honestly spend every second with him. Cherish, 15. this is a beautiful call, and I want to thank you for sharing it. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Bye bye now. Bye bye. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Fascinate. I am so happy for Cherish in Detroit with her partner. Now, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I used to believe in soulmates. I really did. I used to believe. And over the years, I think I'm going to go with what uh, Diane from Florida said, that my philosophy now is that you can't have outrageous love relationships. But I really believe that every person you date, even those people that, uh, I mean, they are so irritating to you. And the relationship might just be pure drama, pure chaos. That's a soulmate. That's a soulmate. Because the purpose of the soulmate is to encourage us to grow at levels that we wouldn't grow on our own, to stretch us, to push us. Now, that doesn't mean that we stay in chaotic relationships, abusive relationships, emotional, physical abusive relationships, not at all. However, they are there asking us to learn how to set boundaries. They're there asking us to learn how to take care of ourselves. Just like the most incredible relationships are there to show us that we're worthy of being loved by someone else and receiving that love. The ones that suck are our soulmates too because they're teaching us how important it is to set those healthy boundaries to prove that we love ourselves. So for, for everyone who called and emailed in, uh, we've gotten people responding off of the charts here. Uh, one person said, yes, we must be patient and wait, just like the guy from Philadelphia said. Another one says, um, uh, no, soulmates usually mean the relationship is easy uh, and don't wait around for that. I agree with that. Uh, no soulmates. There could be 20 or more in anyone's life who's in the world of dating, and I love that. Every person you date, the person that, that stands you up, the person that, that uh, shows up drunk, everyone there is a soulmate trying to help us get to the next level in life. Oh, thank you so much for all of your responses and your calls. Uh, I want to thank also everyone that puts this show together, Nathan Staten running the show, engineer in uh, Studio E in Los Angeles, Will Wilkerson, segment producer in uh, our studio in Los Angeles, April O'Leary, guest producer, uh, Deborah Grobman, brand manager, Vivi, helping us out with all of the posting, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. And David Essel Live can be heard around the world online, online streaming powered by Error FM Live at errorfm.com. So as we uh, as we wrap up the show here, uh, another week, another great three hours. I want to appreciate tell you how much I appreciate you being with us every week. There's got to be a goal for this coming week, okay? And here's the goal for all of our XM listeners and all of our listeners online. And it's going to be going back to what I started the top of this hour with: What do we need to do to live a life? That is filled with boldness to live more boldly. What does that mean to you? Let's create something this week to go after that. Does it mean forgiving someone? Does it mean starting to really pay attention to money? Does it mean leaving a job and going to a new one? Does it mean starting to search for a different city to live in? Does it mean getting back into a hobby that we left 25 years ago? I remember working with a woman once that um, loved ballet. She hadn't been taking a ballet lesson in 25 years, went back out there and fell in love with it again. What does it mean to live a 
bold life. I want you to do it between now and next Saturday. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, we are here for you. And don't forget, at talkdavid.com, visit our website. Tons of free information to keep you in line until I see you next week. I'm David Essel. Have a great seven days.